BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf. I'm CG Erickson. And today we have two returning guests that I had on a whole shit ton uh, till I moved. We've got Candy Claire and Khalees Hawkins. <laughs> no, it's funny. We all live in the same city, would always do these podcasts in my tiny little living room. And now we're all in a different state. Yeah. It's the tiny world. Tiny <laughs> world. Wasn't that deep? It happened. Let's go deeper, that was everybody. deep. That was deep. I'm enjoying this already. <laughs> I didn't know where it was going. <laughs> We're all climbing out of a toilet, you know? I know. It's so awesome. Ugh. <laughs> I miss you guys, though. I miss being on the couch. CG, we would cram up on the couch while our kids, I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> Oh, oh, really? With the kids around? And get high. They were in another room. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah. That sounds like so much fun. And now it's just, and now it's this. kids. Yeah, well, (laughs) I'm sure we'll get to all be in person somehow this year. Like, whether we can somehow make a trip happen now to North Carolina, somehow we can make that happen or... If when Candy, you come back to visit Jersey City, yeah. we can meet at Kalise's. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. So we'll sure. make it. And you guys can meet CG in person. So CG, they know they know all about you. Yeah. Let's oh, it's awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. Good things. Oh, good things. Oh, good, good. All right. That's not what I was thinking. <laughs> okay, great. Why would I? That's wonderful. Why would I say bad things about you. Like I'm not that corny bitch. You know, like well. you're not. You're not there. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> okay, so we're gonna get into our first topic, and this is inspired yeah. by Candy. It's Pamela Anderson. She was nice. she was saying, Did you know Pamela Anderson? got married again today. This was, I forget the exact. I did know that. I saw that. Yeah. But and who, who's the guy? Security guard to her, her like bodyguard, right? I was like, yeah. that makes sense. Dude, it's like the movie <laughs> with Whitney Houston. I, that's what I thought too, but I, I didn't want to think it too hard because it wasn't interracial. I was like, almost like that movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There was that beautiful part of that movie too. But, uh, but dude, I wonder if he like, you know, saved her before, like Kevin Costner saved Whitney Houston. I wonder if like, if it's that romantic. I think or if it's was, just like their butts. For whatever reason, she was on a farm in Vancouver and needed a bodyguard. And um, <laughs> and they fell in love during the pandemic. Mm. And so they got married, I guess, on the farm. We saw the pictures. And I was even telling Kate, she's looking down in every picture. She's looking no, down, her even eyes that. closed, oh. or she's doing like one of those. One oh, of I thought you mean like down <laughs> What do you mean? I have to see these pictures. Yeah, you have to look it up. But and is the is is I, the guy like an ex Navy SEAL or something? Is he like is he like the man? Is he like a action figure looking guy? He is a very Chris Chrisley face. <laughs> Chris Chrisley. No, he knows best. Chris Chrisley uh, fry face. That show, but um, he looks very. Apple pie, mm -hmm. like Midwest. He looks so happy. It's ridiculous. Like, in the he is so happy. He was that was such a fluke that that even happened. Uh, he said he's the happiest guy on the planet. He just got trapped with her for like for many, many months at a time. Yeah. And like worked his magic. But I mean, I'm sure he's happy about the opportunity. Now, is Chris Christie like, is that like Chris Christie and Chris Curley? The, the the mix of those two no who's chris, chris Chrisley has his own show on oh i should know this learning channel where he's like i don't know he's rich for some reason nobody really knows and then he's got like this very sassy and probably a homosexual mm. yeah okay i'll check him out and a lot I'll of check work him out. on his face I feel like I've insulted 38 people. Uh, <laughs> no. I don't know who you're talking about. I thought you were talking about Chris Christie. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. I didn't know either. I wanted to find out, but I'll definitely look that Chris guy up. Chris Christie. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. So I thought, you know, good for her. It's her fifth marriage. You know, we were Kate and I what? were talking. Like she's married some real. This guy looks young. I just looked him up. He looks very young. Yeah. Wait, okay. what happened to, so it was Tommy Lee, I know two of them, I know Tommy Lee, and I know Kid Rock, right? Yeah, and then that's, that's two. Rick Solomon, remember that guy? Didn't he start oh, wow. um, Something Goes Wild? I want to say teens, but I don't think that's right, is it? We Girl, did. Girls Gone Wild? Yeah. Teens Gone Wild. <laughs> Something Go Wild, teens version. <laughs> That's even, yeah. Oh, he, he started Girls Going Wild. I wonder if he asked her to go on Girls Going Wild and she was like, Pamela Anderson, I'm not doing Girls Going Wild. And then the relationship lost. Twice. So they got married, then she married some in between and then married him again. Hmm. This is, this is fun Why for don't her I know though. so this much is about gonna be, This is going to be the first time she's married somebody who's not trending. Yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, this is Chris Chrisley and his Sounds wife. Like a mess up name. Oh my God, that's hilarious! Wow, oh that guy. What is that he guy doing? is such a gentleman. I feel like. <laughs> That guy looks like he secretly wants some weird stuff done to him in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. That dude looks like he's no, a I don't think it's person. secretly, Kate. <laughs> he just, yeah, he looks like the host that lets make a deal or something. You know what I mean? But he, like, he just looks very friendly. Yeah, those people creep me out. Like now, you know, like the guy who plays Carlton does America's Funniest Videos. Mm -hmm. No one's always like, hey, kids. Whoa. Like when you have that kind of energy at all times with no drops, it mm -hmm. freaks me the fuck out. Like, well, well here's another one. <laughs> like, like be real, be a human in it. Same with news anchors, like the plastic weird fakeness. And sorry, because like, who I forget the guy who plays Carlton, but I'm a fan. So I'm not trying to like. Alfonso <laughs> Riviero. And if you make it so Alfonso Ribeiro won't come on our podcast, I'll I'll despise you forever for that. I just want him to come on and do the Carlton. Just I just want him to be him. Uh, this is me fighting for him. He should be able to host America's Funniest Videos and have some lows, have some dip. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, that's not what I, I want to host the show, including my depression and my anxieties. <laughs> Which when Wayne Brady, was, when Wayne Brady was peak Wayne Brady, right? It was very much that personality. But then yeah. he did that skit with Chappelle. Yes. It was like training day. I felt like that yes. was awesome because it was like, oh, you know, it did give him that drop, but like drop it like it's hot. It was so awesome when he did that. That was the best <laughs> thing I ever saw when he did that. And then the Chappelle, I saw, I like watched outtakes after that, how Chappelle like, didn't know they didn't know if Wayne Brady was going to do the show and then when he got there they didn't know what actual lines he was going to read and yeah. then he was like is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch and they were like oh, you know he did it so uh no that was awesome that's I'm going to rewatch that that's one of the funniest sketches it made me like him so much more yeah he got so like gangster remember when Hugh this is a very different thing but it's that sort of how you project yourself and come back from something or redirect attention on yourself. Remember when Hugh um, Grant got caught with a transsexual woman, but he was very much in a relationship with, uh, I forget her name now. That, yes. But then he just went on the um, Jay Leno and, he, and Jay Leno just said, what the hell were you thinking? Like he addressed it right away. Yes. You know, do you remember that Khalees? This sounds like outdated. Like I don't quite remember it, but it does sound like the wrong side of history. The way Jalen and I approached it. <laughs> what the? But how were you thinking? Isn't are there like terms for for speaking to people like that nowadays? Like you're like, you know what I mean? Isn't there a term for like some? It's like a certain kind of outing you. Like what if that's what he was into? And he well, had. I think it, like, that's secret. why he went mm. on the show was to address it. So I'm sure a lot of it was set up in, in advance. But I thought it was a very cool way to handle that instead of to trying to like do press conferences to like divert attention away or, mm -hmm. you know, go to rehab. <laughs> and what, what did he say? He said exactly. He said, "I'm just really into dicks with wigs." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was just like wait, wait. honest. I'm not thinking. So you're saying transsexual, a trans woman, like a fully operated, like trans woman. Yeah, I think it was Amanda Brown or something was the name. But because you know, the word transsexual, people aren't saying even that anymore. 
they're just saying which sexual they're saying trans woman trans man you know what i mean like yeah. transsexual was back when we used to say tranny right yeah remember them remember so them it just days? feels like back then it was like what were you thinking like shame on you you need to address the public so you can apologize to us because you're the leading man the leading man can't be also like a cock or something. <laughs> <laughs> what true oh what did you say no i said i said i said a word and then i said a few words right afterwards and if you couldn't hear, hear it then you're no i feel like i, I know what, what, exactly what you were getting at without knowing exactly what the word was but but yeah, i'm there with you i think i said he can't be a cuck a cuck a cuck, cuck, oh, cuck. Uh. And, and and that's not even the right thing See, i don't even know ever what to say anymore a cook is someone that watches, right? Action happening. Yeah. A cook is someone that sometimes they get a little involved. Do they? A cook is like, a cook is like hey, come fuck my wife, and I'll watch. Maybe I'll even get involved. That's yeah. a true cuck is. But oh. now we started using cuck for other sorts of things. Right. It's become the cool word to use um, when you also like get on the side Yeah, it's like you're into some stuff. You know, you're a cuck. You're into. You're into some stuff. But you don't do it. You just watch. Or <laughs> you can touch as a cuck. You can. You, you can. It's that. about watching and then you can like enter, I think. I've seen a lot of documentaries about this. Oh, enter. <laughs> Where do you enter? <laughs> Sometimes they enter on the male wound area. <laughs> a little, little tongue action. <laughs> Had that. Five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> Have you seen cuck porn, any of you? Yes. It pops up a lot. I mean, it's just right there. And and so, so what does that mean? Like, aren't you just the cuck for watching the porn? Weren't no, you a cuck before not, with regular it's porn? It's not my wife. <laughs> no, no, no. Um I mean, so so is there so is there just a person in the porn who's just watching? Oh yeah, sometimes. Yeah, that's a voyeur. A voyeur is when is someone who either likes to be watched or it watches in on. Right. A cuck is like you can take. Here's my wife. You can borrow. I'll watch you fuck my wife. Which to me, I'd be very upset if a man was like, "Hey, how do you feel about me letting another man fuck you?" I'd be like, "You don't love me." Like, yeah what you don't I have thought you meant an, another man letting you have sex with their wife why did you have to be the wife in this scenario well, well, what the other have? scenario no like a, a man is uh, allowing you to have sex with his wife you're oh. just a stranger oh i wasn't i wasn't picturing you were the wife you're well, going girl on girl with this yeah i guess I've never seen that kind of a cuck video. I don't think that's cuck porn, though. I don't. <laughs> is that still cuck? I guess it would be. Did see, just but I've never seen that. Porn. I've never seen that genre. That's interesting. Huh? It's called guck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome for that. <laughs> 
I don't know. Uh, how do you guys feel about, I didn't have this written down, but we can talk about it. How do you guys feel about threesome stuff? Like, I think I'm way too jealous. I would not want to see. That's just way too much work, you know? <laughs> I hardly know what to do with one other person. Right. I, no. I feel like everything's supposed to go. I don't need things uh, feeling around and then I touch something and I don't know where it came from. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or who it belongs to, you know? Yeah. I think I'm a little too jealous myself. I think I, it was like a, it's like an interesting thought. You could walk yourself all the way to the point of it happening and then going, wait a second now, now we know this bitch. <laughs> but here there's a few different scenarios now she could just like, text you sometime i don't right. think so <laughs> like, with two, like if it's equal footing participants right so if it's like three people and you all have met at the club and then you're all fresh and new to each other that yeah that would be interesting but i it could never be in a relationship and then bring i like that club. that's a good answer <laughs> that would freak me out too i need paperwork I'm like, where have you been? Who are you? What's your history? Like, even there are clubs, history? though. There are clubs that they have lists of people that come and do that that kind of stuff. So you yeah. would be able to have their history. I know members. I almost oh, got wow. recruited accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> Underground sex parties. I was like, N what made you think it was based off of like a Tinder profile? That's how they recruit people. Um, I about that stuff when I watch stuff on cults and I'm like, they could have gotten police. Yeah, they were. They really, I know why, why they leave me here. Sincerely. <laughs> I hate this life. <laughs> I need rules. <laughs> I need rules. Any cult like, one day she's gonna get <laughs> They're gonna get me, man. Yeah. One thing they're not gonna catch me on is this the, the car insurance scams. They're not gonna get me on that. But no. I am very gullible. <laughs> Please, oh, yeah. if you're watching Invasion of Privacy podcast, come for me. I need, I need rules, and I need like mm -hmm. a leader. <laughs> uh -uh. <laughs> Girl likes to be groomed. I hey, yeah, we got it. Give it to someone else. <laughs> Let them flaunt it. <laughs> big big fan of the grooming. It's like the feel good era. <laughs> <laughs> What? I don't know if a cult like this, I mean, most cults, like let's take Scientology. I don't think you get hotter in it. What do you mean? Like we're talking about grooming in general. Like if I, if I were going to join a cult, which I don't want to do, and I want, I'd want to still look my best. I feel like people get uglier when they're within the cult. Like they grooming, having... you mean it in the sense of becoming subservient. Oh, like yeah. Work up. Not like. Molesting it. <laughs> Come on, Kate. Oh, I want to get my hair done. <laughs> Kate, I rarely wash this hair. We didn't mean it that way. <laughs> oh, like room to be subservient. Oh. Yeah. So it's uh, like you're slowly getting them comfortable with the idea of being, being a slave. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I don't have you guys followed the Marilyn Manson stuff that recently just came out with uh no. that was crazy i haven't been following recently but i looked at it originally when she first said something and i was looking at all of it the video of um her crying at the deposition in court yep. it's Wait, so happened? sad um what's the girl from westworld uh, everyone oh. rachel wood she was uh with uh marilyn manson i guess wait the lead girl from westworld yeah 
So she, when they took a relationship, she was 19 and he was 38, right? And so I remember like, there was like the music video that I did with her. It was all very sexual and blah, 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 blah. And then I do, I remember it was like not long ago that she did come out in court, but she never named him, just said that she was abused in this relationship and was fighting for the statute of limitations to be extended. So like, if you are not ready to talk about what's happened to you to make that time longer for it to be legally binding. So she just came out in the last couple of days and said, my attacker is Brian Warner, who is Marilyn Manson and said that he groomed, she groomed him, like, you know, did all the things to groom someone to get them more relaxed and got her into drugs, I guess stuff. But it was to the point where he was depriving her of sleep, would have her tied up, would shock her with like a, like a wand, like an electric wand thing. And then it was like slowly separating, you know, someone from their family like would freak out if she was talking to like her mom or something or, you know, and make it very much, well, if you're going to do that and you don't love me, like that whole thing. And then other people were coming out and it wasn't just relationships. It was like friends saying that he would use mind control and these weird tricks to sort of- On his friends? Yeah. Like this girlfriend of his, wasn't a girlfriend, but like a friend. And he would like sort of pimp her out to his friends to have sex with. And she felt this obligation because he did things for her career. It was this very weird. He got off on the manipulation of people in his life. And, but Rose McGowan, now who was actually married to him, I think, right? Said she didn't have any of the abuse, but completely can, you know, understand and see, you know, where that would have come into play. I mean, it's also, it's Marilyn Manson. It'd be weird if he wasn't like this. (laughs) Yeah. You know, yeah, I kind of pictured him being kind of <laughs> awful. I kind of pictured him being kind of yeah. awful from just the videos that you see him and right. stuff like that. But then you don't think like it, it's real world awful. Like you think maybe, you know, he's like a famous right. guy. Like so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Dungeons like and that, Dragons. But... Like he's just like LARPing. He's just like, yeah. this, like, thing. Not it kind of, it kind of grosses me out. Not like, um, when people are that egotistical that they have to be that malicious towards people, mm-hmm. you're not just a character. Oh, you're really a demon. Okay, so I get it. You're really out here just torturing motherfuckers because you think you're special. Mm-hmm. Ew. <laughs> yeah. So like, is he magic a little bit? If he's like, if he's got the mind control thing? Cause I think that is a real thing. Like somebody who's really manipulative where it can get to the point where it's like, like, they have this power kind of like i don't know that you'd call it magic but it's like you know they get to the point too. What ego, celebrity yeah. and opportunities huh? ego celebrity and opportunities is his magic he can Ooh, do these things because point. he can cock block or you know do things for someone's career or make you certainly think that you know um there's yeah. so many people that fit that mold i wouldn't call it magic I think everything is kind of magic so I think he is whether he's conscious of it or not he's kind of like a dark wizard in the sense of um and I don't even mind the word dark usually I for you know for him I feel like he's misusing his power which is a combination of what you said Candy but I do think it's it's a misuse of magic what he's doing um but karma's real and the apocalypse is kind of here, and he will reap his oats or whatever the phrase is. I always fuck up. Reap, reap his oats is the is the phrase. I'm pretty sure, word I, for like, word. Yeah, his oats, man. He's gonna he's gonna reap. That bastard's gonna reap them oats. No. Yeah, yeah, that's the phrase. 
I like it's someone I wouldn't want to call out is actually Marilyn Manson. We're <laughs> yeah, I want all his bad attention going to yeah, going to the rest of you guys if possible. I want to kind of count me out. I can't yeah. even honestly tell you I know a single song of his. Like, what's a song of Marilyn Manson? I used to go to his concerts. I've been to several of them. Um, the <laughs> beautiful, the beautiful people. The beautiful people. Oh, you know. I do know that one. Yeah, you might actually know some. And then if you watch the John Wick movies, they put this one song like a few times in the first John Wick movie, and that that song was awesome. Uh, I, but I was like, oh, that's Marilyn Manson. That that's pretty awesome. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I what mean, it's I think I would definitely. I went to a concert that was Slayer, a double bill of Slayer and Marilyn Manson, which didn't work because, first of all, the Slayer fans live that life. In general, Marilyn Manson fans are like emo kids. They go to their jobs, put their makeup on, and then go out and woohoo. So they also made the mistake of having this guy close the show. So the first half was Slayer. And then the second half was him. He got booed off within a few minutes. He was booed off that stage. Oh, no. uh, Candy, I'm so impressed how, how hard you rock so your often. face off going to a Slayer concert. I'm so <laughs> impressed. By myself. Right oh, uh, that, is... that happens so often. How how often have you heard of that happening? Where the superstar shows up after like the cult favorite, and people are like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, we did not want you here," and it's like, "Whoa." What a bubble they live in. Who thought those two worlds would mix anyway? That's crazy to me. Call me. I'll handle this logistics business for you. Mm. Let me book your music shows. You should. <laughs> I can see you also booking music shows, actually. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's all about energy, right? It's feeling into what energies yeah. mix and go. And when you don't, when you do a half-assed job, you get something like a headliner getting booed. Yeah, yeah, it sounds it like they booked people who have the fans who are bullies and the fans who are the victims. Yeah, <laughs> probably went home. Yeah, and- yeah, good call, good call. Yeah, they could have just swapped the order quite easily, but I'm sure. That, again, I guarantee that was an ego thing. I'm yeah. Marilyn Manson. I'm the star, and then it's like, all right, like you said, you reap your oats, bitch. Reap your oats. Second, you're gonna get booed off because these people just got out of jail and they brought their kids. <laughs> reap your oats, bitch. Oh, fantastic. Well, also, like, I bet you after he got booed, he'd go home to, like, Evan Rachel Wood. I think oh that's... Oh, my God. And then fucking prod her with the, the cattle thing. <laughs> Take it out on her. So he'd get booed, and then he'd come home to this beautiful yeah. goddess of a woman and be like, fuck it, you know, and taser her all of his pain from getting booed. When I like- can't believe he was doing that to Dolores. I'm so upset. <laughs> I'm so upset right now. But that's everything. I here's what really hurt me when I first saw that. I saw this on YouTube maybe a year ago, and it was after Westworld was already wrapped up. And I kept thinking about all those scenes in Westworld that she had to go through, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, oh, yeah. she recreated yeah. a lot of that violence in her, in her acting." I can't. Yeah, I, like, I can't imagine how she did that. And, and it's kind of like such a parallel to the show where, you know, Dolores for the first season, she's just getting, you know, she just gets like banged and then killed and then ba- just has a horrible, horrible life. Yeah. And then she and then she turns around and is like, I ain't doing this no more. Mm-hmm. And then she brings it brings the fight to him. It's like a real that's life thing, happening. dude. I, that's really interesting wow. to me. 
is. But she was a badass at the end of it, and that's a spoiler alert. I mean, I guess I can't even remember it now. I just remember that's what's happening. <laughs> so much. Pretty amazing. It's, it's complicated. It's hard to remember all Life of it. It's really is mimicking art. Always. Yeah, yeah. I think I think so many creations like movies and TV shows are in a sense emotional parallel realities. Um, so I often not not for every show it depends on the depth of a show, but Westworld is deep. You know, Lord of the Rings is deep, Game of Thrones is deep. There's so many parallels and archetypes that are fit into them. So I think I think it is. I think she subconsciously co-created this Westworld to kind of mirror her life, but co-created with the other actors and people and yeah, we're co-creating these dramas. But yeah, that was definitely tough to watch. And so now Khalif that you say that, it's, I mean, cause I guess I knew that, right? It's like, oh, I knew it. And then it's like, but now I'm gonna open your fucking eyes to that. <laughs> and yuck. She was so young. Compartmentalize that. Cause you know, they use trauma yeah for their scenes yeah but right she just she just come back and kill everybody so that's nice <laughs> yeah yeah she's a survivor she rose like the phoenix she is so care of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term they are vitamins and supplements that are delivered to you, which is so convenient. Your vitamin recommendations come in daily, individually wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into a routine. The packaging is super cute with quotes on them. They're high quality that you can see and taste. Care-of's products are formulated with good-for-you, clean ingredients that are backed by science. Make your New Year's resolution to be better at taking care of your health and make it super easy with Care Of. You can take an in-depth five-minute online quiz, which I found unique, engaging, and so fun. Then you can follow Care Of's expert recommendations or adjust your pack at any time. What you receive is totally up to you. For 50% off your first Care Of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code INVASION50. Once again, for 50% off your first Care Of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter INVASION50. Uh Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Um, okay, next topic is, uh, so I'm a new person on TikTok, but this goes for TikTok or not. I don't understand the people who don't like a video. Like I said, it could be TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and then want to spew hate onto it. And the ones that I've been getting on TikTok, it slowed down a bit is like, women aren't funny. And like some get real nasty. Um, and I'm just like, who are these people? Like, I know internet trolls have been around, but I'm facing it in a different way because I just got on TikTok. And I think it's these young, I think a lot of them are young teenagery boys who really believe women aren't funny. Um, 
but I just don't still understand that mentality to like see a video and want to really infuse hate into that. So well, if, if you, if you put it like that, that they're probably the young teenager types that are angry for whatever reason, probably. um, you the know. fact that they have access to you is already too much. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's, it's abusive for people who have, I, I don't know. I don't want to call that abusive just in, innately, but the fact that teenage boys have access to your work to tell you directly how they feel about you is odd. And it's a brand new world. It's a brand new world that it, I, I haven't gotten used to it. I honestly have this urge to hide any type of, cause it used to be you're a performer and now it's so personal. Mm. Everything you do is like, that's who you are and fuck you for that. So it, there's no performance anymore. It's just overexposure, constant overexposure. And people get to comment on how you overexpose yourself. So I have been feeling like hiding during this pandemic. I don't know about you guys, but I have been hiding. <laughs> well, I mean, you see what's happening because not to go back to it, but a little bit, Corinne came out and said something about the Marilyn Manson stuff. Cause I think she's also meta too and was a big fan of his, but then came out to say like, no, this is bad, you guys. I've done all the research and this, this, and this. But someone even started it and they started following me on Instagram. It was an I hate Corinne Fisher fan. That's what that is? That followed me yesterday. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to be, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm like, I looked at who it was following and I was like, I don't want to be the person to tell her this. I'm like, hey, I know I haven't talked to you in, in a pandemic, so I'm out of time, but there's some fucked up shit going on on the internet about well, you. She was sharing messages that she was getting, which huh? was like, I get these kinds of things all the time, which was like, shut your dumb fucking mouth. You, you know, you are no talent, so you think you can bring people uh, down. Well, yeah. CG, tell CG he doesn't know who Corinne is, uh, Corinne and Christina. I mean, I can share unless you, go, do you guys want to tell CG who they are? So Corinne Fisher um, is part of a podcast called Guys We Fucked with uh, Christina Hutchinson. And it's a really massive kind of podcast, but it's women empowerment. Now, of course, there's the incels and all kinds of different groups of people who are not fans of women empowerment because that makes them have to realize their own smallness. <laughs> so they get these kind of attacks all the time. But, you know, she's really taken the brunt of it for this. It's so bizarre. Marilyn Manson. Like, That's why. You're going to stand on a pedestal for and take a That's bullet. That's so crazy to me. Yeah. And, wow. and someone who has the time to create a new social media handle dedicated to hating someone. Like it's energy to create a, a new, me getting on TikTok took a lot of energy, mm -hmm. you know, and that's for me. I can't imagine having the energy to create an account just based on hating okay. someone. Now, now let me point up this out to you, something? Kate. Kate, that's exactly how I've been feeling about everything lately. That is what's happening in the government. And I don't mind to make this political because I'm not political well, the, well, this is me. <laughs> the energy to create a group that hates other people yeah. is our where we're at and that's all people seem to have energy for anymore honestly think about it though like we're we're all very oversaturated overexposed to everything what do we have to look forward to I remember I made a joke about this like 10 years ago and like I was like um, one day I want to be famous enough that dolphins want to swim with me right but the reason was because I always thought that my ultimate goal would be I had enough luxury and independence and, and freedom and financial stability that one day I'd be somewhere where dolphins are. And that's never happened, right? And so now I go, 
I've seen it happen so often on TV. Like a reality show will go on a date and they'll see dolphins or the basketball wives swim with dolphins. I've seen it happen so much that it's like real life has become my porn. And I won't, I don't even think I'd come if I got to meet a dolphin. I'd just be like, yeah, I, I saw Tamara react to this like right. years ago. It, w- it must have been fun for her. I'm now <laughs> like, it's like we're so overexposed. This is the reason I'm bringing this up is because it gives us it gives us less time to really fully live our own lives. And then we start looking at other people's lives and judging everybody else's lives and going over here. And I know there's so much more to that historically, but like now that social media has us all disconnected, I really feel like there's a lot more toxicity. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. I think I will be swimming with dolphins one day as will you and we will feel it very much please. I think we will have, (laughs) I think the joy will be bursting out of us. I know, I don't care. I could watch people swim with dolphins. It will not change my happiness. If I ever get to swim with dolphins, (laughs) I'm also gonna be terrified because I've heard obviously of dolphin rape. Um, they're linked to the plate in alien race. So I don't think they would come for me in that way, but it would be- If a, a dolphin raped me, I'd be so pissed. I, <laughs> I don't remember watch the social media posts of the two of you swimming and coming on dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like something really embarrassing could happen where you're just at the, at the town and like the villagers are all pointing and laughing. It's like, that's the guy. That's the guy got raped by a dolphin. If you got, I, wouldn't, I really wouldn't want anything like that to happen. If you got I gotta warn you about the rapey dolphin, though. They're like, that's the rapey one. The villagers, <laughs> yeah. the villagers are like, the tourists never know which one's rapey. Uh, <laughs> he's swimming uh, by uh, his fist. He's swimming uh, by Stan. He has no uh, idea, Stan. Rapes. <laughs> look, for the, look for the dolphin in the shorts. <laughs> <laughs> they all know who the rapey one is. That's, that's awesome. Oh my god! If I got raped by a creepy dolphin, would you still have yeah. me later that day to help? <laughs> that day? I feel like I'd be I'd be more scarred than you would if that happened. I'm like, listen, I need a little. I'm, I'm gonna need a little space after that. <laughs> did I see it? Did I see it happen, or did I just oh, no. tell me about question. it when you got home? Because like, question. if you just told me about it when you got home, I like, probably just wouldn't believe you. I'd only half believe you. Like I try kind of rub your shoulder a little bit. It's gonna be okay, baby, and not really believe you. But if I saw no, it happen, women, when a dolphin rapes her, you don't believe women. You're like, no, I think you probably stumbled onto some coral, you clumsy bitch. Uh, <laughs> Maybe like I don't know. With uh, sometimes, sometimes people exaggerate a little bit. I I would think. Who would exaggerate like, about getting maybe, raped by a dolphin? Maybe like the snout. Maybe like he he rubbed up against you, like the snout. You felt the snout between your butt cheeks for a second or something, and then you said rape. But that's not a full on rape. Yeah. You know, so I'd have to know details. If I saw it, then we could have another conversation. You explain but, when you get home the differences between assault and rape. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's not all the same. And is it with their nose? Dolphins. Is it with their nose or with their penis? Or or do they come up to you with their blowhole and try to pleasure you first? <laughs> Those are the givers. <laughs> they have them too. 
I mean, they have the they have the ones that just like to rub up against you or just kind of naughty, and then they have like the true rapists. So I don't think you can just confuse them. You yeah, know, you got those just... ones that'll drag you down and try to drown you and let you float up and watch you try. Ooh, yeah, they're the worst. To play, yeah. They're the sickest dolphins. They go to the worst <laughs> the sort of dolphin, dolphins. dolphin hell that there there is. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the man <laughs> and dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you see a dolphin with like one white eye and you're like, you know it's a Marilyn Manson dolphin and you stay away from that one. Oh, yeah. shit. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Yeah. My God. Well, actually, now I really don't ever want to swim with dolphins. <laughs> I just, I'm kind of with Khalees on that though. Like, I feel like if I go there and I see what it actually is like to swim with the dolphins, they they got a better shot of it on TV with beautiful music and it was a beautiful sunny day and the, there were no waves and it was just everything was perfect. So like kind of spoiled on that. Like when I see it in real life and it's gray and dreary and the dolphins kind of try to pump me. My dream is just to be on a beach. I don't even need dolphins with I just want to be on a beach with the sun and drinks with my friends. Like that's, that's nice. Right yes, now. let's do that. Oh my god, that would be right? nice right now. I know. So I don't mm. need dolphins half assaulting me for my for my dreams to come true. But this is nice laughing about it with you guys. Yeah. We'll be yeah, definitely. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't have dolphins rape written down, by the way. We just got there organically. Everyone. Amazing. Yeah. Do, do we have we seen any footage of like the, the dolphin rape victims? Like, do they have videos of that with people yeah. talking about it afterwards? Did they wear they the do? wrong thing to the pool, to the ocean? Exactly. <laughs> were they wearing were they like a thong? That thing? Were they waving <laughs> that thing around on the beach a little much before they took a dip? Like, I don't know. I don't know whose fault it is. I already see the whole story. Is it with the nose or with the penis? I think. I was always picturing the, the nose. Of course. But I think also it would. Have you guys seen a turtle penis? Every once in a while, I'll ask Never. this. Oh, it's the most alien thing. It, it like looks, it looks like it's looking. It comes out and then it goes like this. Like literally, this is the reenactment of a turtle penis. They'll, they'll mount and they'll come out and it swims around ah. and then it just try, it tries to find her. And then if it's out on the concrete, it just like slops like one of those sticky wall things. Ah. And, it's, and it's huge, and it's huge, and it's huge. And it spreads out. It's like, it's like shaped like this. It spreads out. You got to look it up. I don't want to look it up <laughs> actually. And I'm checking it out now. No, you gotta look it up. Pig <laughs> penises. I, don't pigs have like a corked penis or something? Ducks do. Ducks. I just had this whole conversation about ducks are rapers. Really? <gasps> yeah. That's they what they're doing. They have corkscrew penises. And then the female ducks have have no, no hole at all. They just they can open. Close their hole. <laughs> <laughs> Female ducks are always getting raped out there on the waters. But, but what did you say? Uh, they, just drill the, they just drill their way in? Yes. Oh. And the female ducks are set up with different holes that they can close off at different times because of the victimhood. Like wow. when you're biologically evolved to handle rapes. That's crazy. No, thank you. I'm glad. Wow, no, no, no wonder. I'm going to bing this. 
like the ugly duckling is the only story about ducks shaming somebody so you know they're capable of these kinds of things (laughs) (laughs) they're like you are ugly duckling it's like i'm not even one of you you fucking rapists (laughs) (laughs) we're bringing a lot of awareness by the way we are we really are might need to call us soon because we're we're shedding light here um now see i i actually always felt like in the animal kingdom like when the one animal if it's a kind of animal where the one animal just mounts the back of the other animal the one on the bottom is never really that consensual they just they're just getting banged like they're usually just walking around the field and they just start getting banged i feel like there's not that much consent in the animal kingdom it's like do i have the energy to move right now or pull out of this or do i just stay here you know that's what it always looked like to me with mammals, reptiles, and the rest of them, whatever, we should really break down the animal kingdom with like consensual and non-consensual sex <laughs> partners. Yeah. Like, I want to know. I want to know which ones are in loving relationships and which ones are just like it's cold out here, and I had nowhere. I had nowhere else to go. <laughs> penguins, right? Are penguins a loving? Penguins are good. They're good people. They're, they're on the right side of history. Penguins are on the right side of history. So how do we know penguins are good? Will you tell me about this? I don't know about this. The documentary with Morgan Freeman and Happy Feet. (laughs) Two movies. (laughs) (laughs) I'm confused as hell. I was trying to think. The March of the Penguins. They find a life partner. We we all know about penguins from one documentary that Morgan Freeman (laughs) narrated called The March of the Penguins. And then we were all penguin experts because it's the only thing we took time to learn. Did you guys watch at all the In and Octopus? Of itself? Wait, which one? In and of itself, which What's is on that? Um, It's this guy's name, Derek something, but he's like an illusionist, but he's also bringing in like, you know, stories. So it was filmed, but it was 52 stage productions. And it's very much about, they have someone, this wall of things and it says, I am, and it could be ninja, teacher, just tons. And so people come in and they pick what they think they are or what would describe them most. And so basically the dynamic of the show is, is that you think that you're one thing, but there's many things that people don't see. And then also when people look at you, what they see. So it's like, you wouldn't say I'm a son, you know, or, um, so it was just like a very, uh, interesting way of like how people look at themselves and how other people see you. And it's this whole kind of thing of perception and how I'm gonna have to look at that. So I was hi um, watching this with a gentleman (laughs) 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 and kind of had this conversation of what would you use to describe yourself and then what order would you put it in? So it was interesting because it was like, of course, for us, mother, you know, but that's a given. If you had to take that out of the equation, what words would you use to describe yourself? And would they be different than the words that someone else would use to describe you? You know, I've always thought it was funny that like you're the only person that you know who's never sat down and had a conversation with yourself. Like you don't know what you look like. You don't know what your vibe is like. Everyone else you know knows that better than you. Like, so I feel like, you know, you got to kind of bounce yourself to know yourself you kind of have to bounce yourself off off a lot of different people and kind of take the feedback there but like but like yeah that does kind of blow my mind that i kind of think you you kind of know yourself less than other people know you 
or in a way, in a way. You know what this, this makes me think of is like who I thought I was before um, maybe the last 10 years and how women's like public image has been able to evolve um, even with like Corinne and Christina, they 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 put out a new image for women to be able to be proud to be these kinds of women. Um, and I don't I don't know what kind of women that is. I just mean like we've been told to shut up and we've been told what kind of people we are forever. It was refreshing. It's refreshing lately to see so many different representations of women. Um, I personally want to see more black representations, but I I have been viewing myself differently because the world is viewing women differently. And I find that so odd. Mm. I actually, and I look, at, I look at my childhood and I look at like, I've been you know, thinking about like what I was considered as a child, what I was viewed as, con- like, and how unfair it is for people to define you when that's such a limited perspective. So yes, you have to kind of bounce off of what others think of you, but as long as you have a wide pool of people who can have those thoughts about you. Because if you're relying on somebody who is, especially people who are very firm in their beliefs about you, mm. those people are probably the worst people to describe you. Mm. Oh, yeah. flexible about like how they see you. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard for me to see myself. Like this thing that you just said, like that is interesting. It is really hard yeah. for me to understand how I fit in with other people. It's a perspective. You know, you think things and you hold on to what you think is your truth, right? And you hold on to it very, very tight. Mm. When you start to loosen that grip or you let it go, and then your perception has to change, right? Because where the pendant is no longer there. It's interesting because it's like, it's also very scary because at the same time, while you're being introduced to maybe brand new things about yourself or someone that you love or another, or your situation in life, being in a pandemic, changing the, your perspective of that, it's also very scary because at the same time, what that's done is provide protection from feeling things or going to a place that's deeper or letting something land that you usually deflect away, you know, whether that, so like a compliment could feel the same as an insult, you know? Um, I've, I've gone through that. Yeah. And I, and I've also gone through trying to reestablish what my strengths are because some of the things that I was told were strengths. Mm. actually fuck with people who are around you <laughs> like more of a defense mechanism not a sh- like you, i was mistaught you know how to conduct myself so what i've been really grappling with myself god what word would you guys use to describe yourself like i am i would probably say sensitive yeah from from what I believe myself is, like if I was just, it was just me, not what I think people think of me. Right. Hmm. Somebody else go, I'm gonna think about that for a second. Yeah, mine would be sensitive. What about you, Andy? I mean, I think I would say I'm a seer. Like, I feel like I have an interesting, uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty good at being able to see through things or see behind people or uh, solve something. So I think that I can see into things a little bit. I love or that. Be, or see, clear, see clearly, you know, without sort of muddled or blurred anything, I can kind of see that. Now that's a, something I've sort of developed over time, you know, certainly in the last several years, but mm. Mm. you know. 
I mean, I am a mother is a given, right? So, yeah. What would you say, CG? Sage. Uh, I, it's it's a very it's a very difficult question for me actually because I don't know because I feel like it changes every second throughout throughout the day, like just depending on what I'm doing and who I'm interacting with and what you know what I am changes with every second or that you are like so many different things at the same time or that would need to be different things in different moments in life. So, uh, like, like, I don't, I don't have a good one for you. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think I have a good one for you. I have one for you, a hero. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. That's, yeah, but you True. wouldn't say I'm a hero. <laughs> you could with, with a lot of confidence. Yeah. Kate, yeah, Kate, describe yourself. A hero. one of your jokes. But then I tell my Avengers joke. No, um I'm a single mom, and you're like, I'm a hero. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a single mom, everybody, aka a hero. No, uh no, I do think I I do think CG's a hero. But that's that wasn't the question. But I think we're all that's heroes what here. Saying too, it's like what you would say about someone else, you know. Um, yeah, Khalees. Well, I think for me, the only thing I can think of this is this is such a sad thing. The only positive thing I can think I agree upon with myself about me, because <laughs> I'm like debating it. Like, no, you're not. Yeah, you are. No, you're not. <laughs> um, I think I'm caring. Yeah. Yeah, I would say extremely empathetic. Yeah. So that kind of goes along with yeah. caring. I, I have been worried that I'm not empathetic anymore because I've been worried that I'm more, um, it's like a defense mechanism to fucking know exactly how people are feeling. It's a little bit overwhelming. I, I, like, I don't know what it is <laughs> that makes me so overwhelmed around people. Um, I, like I've been looking into it, but I definitely think I care about people and but is, um, it, is it coming from a place where you're caring about other people or you're in a place where you're worrying about what they think of you well i i'm i'm really actively caring when it has nothing to do with what people think of me do you know what i mean like um yeah. like when i mean when i first i could like this so when you ask me that the, the sad thing is i actually will consider which one am i doing and have i ever done the thing where i want people to care about me and i've cared about them of course, but I know that I'm caring first because when I first came here and even, even when I went to Dan Soder's, um, what you call it, um, his, oh, his, out, his taping, but before I got there, like the homeless guy who got stomped on the street, I was, I walked away from him and then I had to go back. I don't know. So, so, so when I go, am I caring for any nefarious reasons? It could just be guilt. Like I, I feel like, um, the idea of being a good person has been very, very guilted into me, but I also felt very sad for him. So I, I can never tell why I do what I do, but my actions are very caring, whether it's for, for me, I don't know. Is it for me to feel good or was it for that man to feel good or was it because I felt a sense of duty? It, like, I feel like it was mostly a sense of like, if nobody's gonna care for him, then, if I, then, then I can't be the person who walks away because right. then I feel like an asshole. So I don't, I don't know. See, I think it's like, I think they're kind of inter intertwined too, like caring about people 
and caring what the people think about you, I think it's kind of the same thing because if, if, if I care if that guy doesn't like me because I'm pissing him off, you know, I, I care about that. I don't want that guy to feel any bad feelings toward me, but like, that's for, that's for them kind of, you know, that that's for me and it's, and it's for them. Like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to cause anybody any, any uncomfortability or be, you know, and so I do care what they think about me, but I think that that has them behind it too. Like it's like, it's the same. Uh, they're both like raveled together somehow. Yeah. Yeah. And we are, we're all connected, you yeah. know? So like when there's someone in pain, we can try to disconnect from it. But, but the truth is someone else's pain is also our pain. So it's also reciprocal. Do you, think, do you think that feeds into then like they, I mean, it's come up a bunch of times, but certainly with the insurrection, the mob mentality, where it's mm -hmm. like this sort of feeding frenzy of energy. And these people, you know, there was bad, bad people in there, but then there was a lot of other people just part of it. You know, <laughs> I just want to be a part of things. Um, but that works, I think, in several different aspects. If there's an accident or if, like, a, you know, the, the collective energy, um, mm. you know, I think is interesting. And I think it, I find what to be interesting to sort of in myself and in other people is what you were doing that's not expected in those situations. Mm. The ones that's going to be in there and be like, you know what, I'm actually going to toot on out of here. I'm not going to storm this capital. <laughs> you know, because that's the hard decision in those moments. Mm. There might have been people who walked away. Yeah. For sure. But I don't, but I see their whole thing as um, just a definitely, definitely different perception of what's going on in reality. They, um, I, I, yeah, they, they seem to really, like, I, 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 I stumble upon a Twitch QAnon stream and they just really, <laughs> I'm Elise Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was popular because it had just happened right after, after right, I got, I got on it the day after, what you call it, during the, um, inauguration, I got on this and it was just a popular thing going on and I'd never been on Twitch before. And then I, I was like, the reason I say stumble upon it because I was watching, I was like, wait a second, is this them? They had a queue there and they were waiting for something big to happen. They thought that, um, that Biden was going to get arrested by the troops. And they were like, they were even making it points. They were like, you see that Biden has his own personal security team. And you know why it's because he didn't want the security, the government security team to arrest him on national TV. And they were just waiting and waiting for something to go down. And I'm watching them on Twitch. Like they're like, they have their, they have some, they have a gun. He's like showing his gun. He was like, I'm still on the cause. And I was like, somebody should do something about this. I was like, am I supposed to do something about this? Because <laughs> I'm watching this happen. And then they, and then it was like, it got to the point where he was signing papers and they're like, this is not supposed to happen. They were freaking out. They're like, what, something must've gone wrong. So they they legit think that Trump, they thought Trump was going to fly in, yeah, and I and, and, and it was the very like they honestly thought this like the devastation that came after the inauguration to so many of these people because they truly 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 believed that not it was by it was like Biden Kamala Clinton's 
Obama's, everyone was going to get stormed and arrested on that stage, on the inauguration. And that's what I'm saying. Like, people don't seem to be making the distinction that these kinds of people who believe that and believe that Trump is their leader are different than the um, white nationalists. And they could be like, there's some blend, there's some Venn diagram blend, right. but they're not, they're, they're anti-government. They're anti all of those people. And so they, they're coming from some really, that's why they're mostly military because they've been, it's kind of like if you've worked at Starbucks and you go, don't try the da 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 because I know what they, I know how they don't clean that machine or something. Mm -hmm. They probably witnessed some amount of dishonesty oh, yeah. during their employment. They've probably heard some amount of the truth that we have never heard. Just like I know I, I was privy to a lot more truth behind the police force because my mom was a police officer. And they are also the kind of people who think they're supposed to know. That combined with being raised on movie, movie theater logic, they think they're, they're, okay, so there's definitely holes in the story, right? There's holes in the government. We're not getting told the whole story, but they're adding movie theater, like Will Smith logic to it. They're like, okay, so it must be, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're solving it. Our brains want to solve a puzzle, but when you've been conditioned, it's just like we were talking about earlier. I was conditioned to think of myself a certain way. I'm growing out of it. If you're conditioned to think and solve problems by watching movies, American movies, then you're always going to think the government and the police and the something are doing something nefarious because that's all the movies. That's all the secret. That's right. So I kind of look at these people um, and I feel very like scared about them because mm. you, you guys, I don't think the distinction hasn't been made between those two things, also between religion and these people. Um, they haven't, they, they let the world go by, they let technology happen, they let us evolve in this way, but they're keeping really close to their religious beliefs and their um, biases. And, and we haven't actually dealt with those people. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? There are people who do religion to feel warm and spiritual. And there are people who do it like to stay rooted in their severe belief system. And I think that's what some fear. of those people are. They're, They're military. Not, yeah. Huh? It's fear. It's fear-based religion. You know? Yeah. It's like if, you know, I make the joke of like when I first started dating someone, ask if they're a man of God. <laughs> <laughs> like to, to, weed them, to weed them out? Like how do you, how does it work? You a God-fearing man, you know? <laughs> And, and if they say yes, that does that that scares I'll you then what? You still sleep with them? <laughs> um, this is a fun little conversation starter, but I think that it's interesting when you're coming from a place of fearing mm. religion instead of it something that is actually filling you up and mm -hmm. holding you up and embracing you, mm. you know. Um, and I think there's so much more of the former. And that is something that's always been looked upon as a positive thing is to be a God-fearing person, which is if you don't follow these rules, you're going to go to hell, all these sorts of things, instead of being someone that, oh, God is here, and then I feel the light, and it's helping me get through hard times. Like, they're different things. Mm -hmm. um, so Yeah, some people are following the Bible like it's their, it is their entitlement. It yeah. is their rights. These this is the people like they have like the mark of Cain or black people. That's why you guys don't get shit. Like they are following the Bible. Like it's like a manual for how yeah. to treat people. Yeah. 
And I guess that's not that far away that, you know, people, that's, I, this is, that's what I'm afraid of, of as going back to a society of religion. I'm really afraid of that. Mm -hmm. I don't and, think I, and I was raised very religious, so I'm, I don't know why I'm so, I'm so afraid of that, though. No, me too. Both. Yeah. Um, I don't think, first of all, it's, it's that, and there's also just a lot of conspiracy. Like, that's what kind of what, you know, QAnon and, and a lot of people get real stuck in, in conspiracy way of thought, and they believe it's the truth. And I'm not saying certain things aren't conspiracies, you know, and that certain things aren't hidden from us, of course. But when you start living either in a conspiracy world that's devoid of reality or a completely religious world, a very strict God-fearing kind, um, either way, you're removing yourself and really disconnecting yourself from that source, from that spirit. And like you were saying, Candy, instead of letting yourself surrender into the, it filling you up and supporting you and allowing that life force be a beautiful, magical thing, it becomes these rules and you actually end up hurting people and separating and wanting war. And we saw that kind of mentality, a fraction of it with what was going on at the Capitol. But I'm not saying shit might not get ugly or certain things aren't gonna explode because there are these huge pockets of people that exist. I think we're gonna be okay, this particular group of four of us. So uh, that's, that's where my, <laughs> That's where my focus has gone is like making sure the people I care about and love and are good hearted, whether I know them personally or just the ones I'm, you know, somehow we're connected out there that will survive and create a new earth and a new community where we're not being sucked in by fear or hate. But it, it might it might get a little ugly, but I don't think just what's that like? Uh, what's that thing on Hulu? Uh, a Maiden's Tale or something? What is that? Handmaid's Tale? Yeah, made sense. Like, I don't think we're going to go in that direction. I see why the fear of that kind of shit is there because there are certain people who have beliefs like that or whatever, but I think we're in an evolution, I feel. Um, and that as the Hopi Native American tribe predicted, the rainbow warriors are here to create a whole new paradigm. And I'm a very deep believer and my faith is in tune with that stuff. So I think people like us are here to create a whole new wavelength the whole new vibe for earth and the other people who were stuck in those really uh fear-based mindsets they're kind of gonna kill off each other um move to areas that are gonna get flooded as the glaciers melt and you know it is what it is i'm not really crying for the racists going under by glaciers you know what i mean they can go with the glacier or whatever so there's so many things falling apart right now though too like the, with the wall street beds thing that was pretty incredible mm. all those millions of people on reddit being able to take down some wall street hedge funds yeah pretty incredible i mean i i accidentally had money <laughs> on a couple of those horses so i didn't take it out in time though damn yeah my i, I put like a hundred in dogecoin and it went up to two thousand dollars during this a hundred dollars went up to two thousand dollars and then that collapse it, it's it's like i'll tell you what it is right now it's not completely gone but hmm. since i didn't take it out at 2000 you know how much regret i had that i didn't put like a thousand in there and it went up to twenty thousand. right right oh my god but um um and then guys we're gonna wrap it up it's been an hour right okay. quick uh it is at 675 
That's not but bad. That's still Ooh. incredible. No, you that's got, still incredible. You gotta, you gotta yank it out now, though. Yeah. <laughs> it might go back right. up. <laughs> no, it might. No, that's good. That's good. All right. I don't know. But it went way down. Yeah, no, where it's at now is still a huge increase to what it was. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what, what happens, you know, with the collective, because there are so many really uh, extreme pockets of people with beliefs that are so not in touch with reality. But like I said, my concern, whether it's selfish or not, is to make sure that I'm okay, the people I love are okay, and the people who want to create a loving community on this earth are okay. You know, and I think, I think those of us who are steeped in that will come through for real. I'm not just saying that like fairy tale bullshit. So I hope be so. Ah! <laughs> I hope you try. <laughs> that was solid. That was pretty solid. <laughs> that made my, my nerdy heart happy. Um, all right. So we'll wrap this up. Khalees, where can people find you? Um, on, on Reddit, on Twitch, no. <laughs> Dude, like I'm, I'm not doing much, but maybe TikTok. I'm Betty Khalees Hawkins on TikTok. Okay. Go on Instagram, you'll see how it's spelled, Khalees Hawkins. All right, go on TikTok, find her. Candy? I'm not on TikTok. Uh, I am on Instagram though. Candy Claire, C-A-N-D-I-C-L-A-R-E. Sweet. Siege? C.G. Erickson, E-R-I-C-K-S-O-N on Instagram. And um, what else? I'm on a bunch of these things. Instagram and TikTok. I just started though, so it's embarrassing. But um, <laughs> check me out. But check me out. It's awesome. Yeah, he's on Twitter now. Um, Twitter, I have zero tweets because the two tweets I did, I, I deleted because I was like, that was stupid. Two ladies later, I was like, oh, <laughs> That's how so, it feels, man. Oh, uh, yeah, it hurts. It hurts, man. I thought since I'm just <laughs> typing it into a computer, it wouldn't hurt socially. It does a lot. So I deleted the tweets that I had. But some new good ones in the works, in the works. So tune in, people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, follow me on TikTok, Kate Fanshawn Wolf, um, Instagram, the Kate Wolf. And if you want a healing, kwolf27 at gmail.com. And thank you guys so much for being here with me. Thanks, y'all. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.